Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show. Entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about stories of great land brokers. Jill and I were talking a couple days ago about the deals that we're doing like we always do. And she's telling me these stories about all what these, a difference. these great brokers that she's finding. Well, wait know. a minute. And then because of not great brokers, the great ones stand out. That's, that's let's be clear here. So we bash, you know, real estate agents all the time on the show with the I, it's a kind of a hobby of mine. Yes. But this show is not about that. This show is about good ones because there are a lot of good ones out there. Okay. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And I hope by now you know, Jill and I personally instruct a handful of new and existing Land Academy members in a live class, live on Zoom called Career Path. It's 10 weeks. And uh, if this is your career or you want it to be, Check it out. Call us or uh, email us, I should say, at support at landacademy.com and see if it's for you. Aston wrote, hi, I have an interest in seller from my first mailer, which is an infill lot. The guy inherited it from his mom, who also left her home uh, and another property to him, his sister and his brother, who is in prison. <laughs> Does anyone have any experience trying to get signatures from someone in prison? I have not, not had that one. If the numbers make sense, is this something that I should pursue or a lost cause? Thoughts? Well, I wouldn't drop it yet. No, it's not a lost sure cause at way. all. In fact, that's, I'm sure this is yeah. a, a benefit to you. Yeah. People in prison sign stuff all the time. I'm sure there's a way that yep. you can request the documents. They have probably have a notary on staff. Absolutely. <laughs> Plus, uh, people in prisons have lawyers. So true. Uh, it's not. I don't have any personal experience with this. This is a, quite the topic in Discord. Everybody kind of just said the same thing I just said. People sign documents all the time. I bet. I bet. In in the most people. I bet if you're in prison, let's just say it and you know you might have some legal things that need to get taken yeah. care of while you're in prison you probably have an attorney or yeah. somebody already lined up and they are you probably already have a power of attorney to that person and then they can do all that stuff for you so it's probably in place but i have not had to do that yet <laughs> nor nor do i uh plan to learn about it from the other side <laughs> Today's topic, stories of great land brokers. This is the meat of the show. Okay, so this started because I, you walked in my office the other day and I said, check out this conversation with Jan and I that's happening inside of Airtable. Who's Jan? Jan is my transaction coordinator. Oh. So, so this is really how we communicate. We don't even communicate as much like via Skype or Teams or chatting like that or texting. Pretty much all of our communication and not even email, it's in Airtable. Airtable is is uh it's like excel on steroids it's a it's a great place to keep track of all your transactions uh, move thing how we how we move our properties through the system you know everything that we do the properties come in it goes into our Airtable base and it gets t assigned to a person and then there's a task it might be you know get with the seller get with the buyer get with the escrow agent and then all the all the information's in there so but the point is even our little chat we have a little we have a kind of a master communication area. Everything's like 
fields, um, like prices and things like that. But there's one area that we keep all our little chats and things like, hey, so-and-so suggested we, you know, lower the price or, hey, um, I think we can close early. Would you be available? That kind of a thing. It all happens in there. And then you just kind of at the person and it tags them and I get notification. So the all I was we were having a little chat in there and I said wow what a difference a good broker makes and she said right so here's the story and this is where this is all coming from we have this property that it was a deal funding property and we spent over six months with this agent who who I'm like what's going on we all thought it was going to be great and the and this agent's not exactly dropping the ball that we could tell right um they were saying oh man it's just just not going how I thought it would and I think we should drop the price and they had a couple offers that that we I'm like okay fine I even said like the one the last one I said fine I'll take it let's just get this off our plates kind of thing and then it fell through and we're like shoot so our six months came up and the manager said what do you want to do I said you know what I'm I'm happy to stay with you if you're happy to stay with me let's keep working this let's find somebody else and they said okay so they came up with another person who happened to be like a whitetail property person I think it is and I'm like let's do it so within one week here we have full price cash offer actually not cash offer but they already have well it's going to be cash in the, in the cash end cash to us cash to us but full price offer when the other guy by the way we were going to discount it we're selling it for fifty-one thousand. We were gonna. I was gonna take forty-one thousand for it, and now and this uh, this this agent said, no, no, no. Let's keep your fifty-one thousand. I think we make this work. And then right away, here he comes. He's got. He's already got a buyer, and he sent all the paperwork the other day, and even showing proof of proof of uh, funding has been with the bank. It was a letter from the bank saying you've qualified. Here's your here's your our acceptance for the funding for this property, so on. Here's where we're going to close. And I'm like, what a difference. And you know what I was thinking about? It's two parts. You know, found the right agent. And this right agent is, with, I looked at the paperwork and this right agent is double ending it, right? So they're, they're representing me as a seller and they're representing the buyer. So what does that tell me? They already had a buyer in place. They have a good buyer's list. All this person, because it's been that fast too. They locked in our property and and the next week, you know, within that week, they were emailing it out to their prospective buyers, all the people they've already worked with. They have a system. Uh Uh-huh. And then, and there they go. And how great is that for that person, my broker, because he doesn't have to split his commission. I'm thrilled. And he doesn't have to deal with uh, his client, who is Jill, on one side for very long. Right, everybody's happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. There's two types of real estate agents out there. There are people that, this is the vast majority of real estate agents or brokers who get a listing, just like, like get a listing from Jill, and they post it in the MLS and they wait. Mm -hmm. That's 95% of the real estate agents out there. I don't know why this is. I I think it's from lack of education. I think that's the way it's always been. Mm -hmm. And they rely on the MLS and Mm -hmm. other real estate agents that have uh, somebody in the area who wants, who is a buyer. And then they rely on that to do the deal while they go and get another listing. I agree. That's what's taught. And there's this very popular group called Sweat Hogs. 
that a lot of real successful agents go through uh, after they get their license. It's like a two or three week program. It's just get the listing, get, get the, the listing, get the listing, get, the listing, listing, get in the MLS, get the listing. In, yeah. Get the listing and move on. It helps. That yeah. does not help us. We are land investors. The other 5%, and I know this because I was part of that 5% in the very early days of my career, actually go build a database of buyers for a certain type of asset in a certain location. And then once they get the listing, go and sell it. Yeah. There are, there are assets that you can list and they sell overnight. And there are assets that need to be sold. We sell specialized property. Mm-hmm. We all do. We buy specialized property. It's land. It's vacant land. And it needs to be sold, not just listed. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you a real quick story because we, we actually do have the time here uh, on this episode. I started out in commercial real estate and the, my supervisor, this is before computers, my supervisor literally stood over me slammed a phone book down on my desk and said, good luck. I'm sure you're not going to make it. This is in commercial real estate, full commission. This is many, many, many years ago in the real early 90s. And I got, I spent a few months failing at that as just about anyone. Well, you might not because Jill gets people on the phone. They're going to buy anything. (laughs) And uh, I failed at it. So I said, there's got to be a better way. So this is what I did. I specialized in healthcare facilities, long-term care facilities, and I got a database. I got went to the public library. It was actually a library back then. They had libraries in hospitals. So I went to the hospital library, checked out the book. It was a phone book size book and manually input the owners of 19,000 long-term care facilities nationwide and proceeded to contact them. Now, right about at the same time, computers were kicking in. Uh, I got an email address. Everybody got an email address for the first time, or most people did. And so I started contacting these people to see if they wanted to buy more facilities, and they all did. And so it was real easy for me to call a mom-and-pop-owned facility and say, hey, mom-and-pop, I know some people that uh, would really love to take a look at your facility as an acquisition candidate. What do you say we list it, and I'll call everybody in the entire state who owns a building? And it always worked. If the asset itself was awful and it was priced wrong, we wouldn't do a deal. But if the asset was okay, it was performing financially, and I got to learn the business over time, one of those people that owned a facility in the same state or nearby, they bought the building. I made a ton of money doing this on my own. So this is the type of broker that... This is. A, I'm not bragging here. I'm trying to help everybody. Well, I'm not bragging. Does it sound like I am? No, I'm very proud. <laughs> I'm just having a little moment. I'm proud. Are of you here. really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you'd be an austerical. Like, no, good no. for you. Good for you, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is a kind you of broker you, you want to hire. It. So the person that you want to hire to sell your piece of land is exactly what Jill described and. and somewhat what I described, where they have a list of people that they've done deals with recently. Uh, there are people that who collect real estate, let's say it's central Indiana, I don't know where, uh, that have a, a lot of other land. It's too easy to find out who owns everything and give them a call and say, hey, I got this other piece of, I, I noticed you own 50 pieces of property in this county. This is another property that I just got. It looks exactly like yep. your type. And it's cheap. It's cheaper than it probably should be. Mm-hmm. So. And, that, and that's how you sell property. Mm-hmm. You don't sell it by posting it on the internet. And walking away. And waiting. And waiting. And then after six months wondering why it's not selling. Oh, and wait. And then calling your client. Oh, it's a, we should saying, drop the price. We should drop the price. There's something wrong with you. Yes. That's what they all think. It's not me. It's you. Yep. <laughs> 
You ever said, we've, Jill and I have sold primary residences over the years. And it cracks me up when a real estate agent walks through the house and says, oh, you know, you need to change this. This bathroom's got to go. If you want to sell this house, you got to, no, you need to do something, not yeah. me. Exactly. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you change your hairstyle and talk a yeah. little, talk a little nicer. <laughs> Oh boy, we should cut this off now. <laughs> Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. So now the episode on the Land Academy Show is called uh, Land Investors on Discord. They have a new uh, newbie section, and it gives you how it it's actually can give you confidence. Wow, that's the greatest title ever. <laughs> the Land Investors Discord newbie channel gives you confidence. You are not alone. Making, <laughs> you're making fun of me or you or I don't making know. Making fun of myself. Okay, got it. Whoever writes these titles needs, yeah, I don't know. needs some questions. Yeah. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. No, tomorrow we're going to talk about there's a newbie section in our Discord channel for all Land Academy members. And I call it the safe space because what we realized after it's been there for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I've been part, of, we've all been part of a group where it's like, wow, this is intimidating. These people know everything. I'm not going to ask any so that's questions. That's where you ask the, 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 the new, yeah. I understand, like, like what, what's a deed? what does this mean? What's a deed? Uh, what's the difference between land and an ocean? <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> what does a purchase agreement look like? Yeah, what is okay. a purchase agreement? There we go. Exactly. Hey, thank you for tuning in. By the way, just so you know, wait, when is this airing? This is airing next week. I'm just gonna drop a. I'm just gonna drop a little nugget here so people know. If you are not a Land Academy member and you would like to be a Land Academy member, hold on, because something's coming up for the holiday weekend. Just gonna say it at that. And how are you gonna get notified? Make sure you're on our email list. And how, how do you, you get, get our, on our email list? Go. Thank you. You get our ebook. So go to landacademy.com and on the top, find the ebook. Just click on the ebook and then you're gonna wanna read that anyway to see if this is even interesting yeah, to you. It's up to you. Well, there we go. I wrote it so you may you or may decide. not read it. <laughs> But anyway, that will get you on the on our email list, and then you will get notified of the great thing that's coming at the end of the month for the holiday. We're we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>